The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Next Tuesday is going to see trick or treaters out in full force, and Halloween will give rise undoubtedly to the usual dose of mischief in the form of illegal fireworks and bonfires, all of which pose considerable threats to uh, pets, children, and to the environment. I'm joined by Sergeant John Fitzpatrick, who is Crime Prevention Officer for uh, Wicklow. Can we start with the obvious question, John, which is if fireworks are completely illegal in Ireland, how is it that they end up to be end up being so ubiquitous every Halloween? Everybody who wants them has them. Well, I think there's two reasons for that, Anton. Firstly is uh, is we have a shared border with the jurisdiction where they can they can be uh, sold. So that that's obviously an issue for us. The other thing is people's understanding in relation to the legality of fireworks in, in itself. And I think a lot of people don't actually genuinely realise that they are illegal in Ireland. It is an offence to possess an unlicensed firework. And in fact, uh, one of your producers uh, said to me, she used to think that uh, it were, they were legal on Halloween. So there is a few urban myths around. So just to make it clear from the outset, it is actually an offence to possess an unlicensed firework in Ireland, in the Republic. It's an offence to light an unlicensed firework. And it's a, a serious offence to throw uh, fireworks at people uh, for obvious reasons. And they do carry serious uh, penalties, up to €10,000 or five years in prison. So, um, and, and we do seize a lot of fireworks off people and we do have that power uh, and that's a common enough thing as well. Do you see much in the way of injuries? Yeah, unfortunately, I mean, that's one of the reasons why they're, they're, like, we do see serious injuries every year and particularly what's, I suppose, most worrying, Anton, is injuries to children. So you're seeing uh, burns, you're seeing permanent scarring, you can see loss of sight in some cases, uh, you know, but certainly injuries to faces and injuries to fingers are the, the most prevalent injuries we see every year. What about then uh, bonfires? Because in the run up to Halloween, you almost always see, and it is it is usually male, you see young men jumping across walls with tires, pallets. There is a, a construction effort that goes on for several weeks, again, in what is completely illegal activity. Yeah, absolutely. I- illegal and very dangerous because often there's no thought p- p- put into where the bonfires are placed. It could be close to residents, could be close to uh, trees, foliage, undergrowth, and, and sometimes have, have very serious effects. And uh, it is an offence and certainly I would appeal to people just to report stockpiling uh, of material. The other thing is then the actual collection of this uh, material actually leads to activity itself, which could be criminal, uh, for example, trespassing on premises. And that could be danger and could expose uh, particularly young people to to risks, uh, you know, if they're going into unfamiliar territories and they're, they're taking risks climbing over things and that type of stuff. So, yeah, there's a whole myriad of issues around it. But uh, certainly, uh, you, you, that, but the thing is, there is legal ones that are organised normally by the fire brigade in conjunction with the lo- local authorities. So there are things that should be supported, uh, you know, and there's a proper clean up and that type of stuff afterwards. What's it like for frontline policing during this period? Because I can only imagine the kind of reaction that guards get when they approach young people and say, where are you going with that truck tire or where are you going with that pallet or let me see those fireworks or any of that. I assume that's not a warm welcome they get. In my experience, they normally start running when they see us. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I suppose it's it's a better education. It's just making them realise, first of all, like you are you're taking somebody's property. You you actually are committing an offence, and yeah, you, you know, uh, and and bringing it back to to reality. And normally, most of the time, these things can be dealt with under uh, by a juvenile caution. So it's just a warning, and and people are made aware of their behaviour. 
but uh, it, it can be it can be a problem. I suppose that one thing I'd want to highlight is what it has become an issue is people taking an opportunity to maybe get, get rid of uh, rubbish around the house to burn, which is another issue because obviously you don't know what's in it, as well as all the damage from the fire. There could be toxins or whatever exposed in the burning into the atmosphere and that. So please, I just appeal to people just to use their uh, you know the normal methods of disposing of, of unwanted rubbish in your house and don't give give it to people who are collecting for bonfires. And of course, the other major safety implication for that is you see so many kids in Halloween costumes that are made out of plastic, that are made out of nylons, that are highly flammable, that melt to the skin if they burn, and they're now out in unsupervised around exposed bonfires. The dangers. Yeah, you're right. Uh, And that is a danger. Uh, So obviously I would advocate, uh, particularly over the next few days, just uh, parents keeping a good eye on their kids and their children, knowing where they are. Uh, Do accompany them when when you're trick-or-treating on Halloween and do accompany them too if there is, if you're aware there's a bonfire in the area. For that reason, make sure they stand well back because apart from the the clothes going up, you don't know what's in that bonfire. There could be uh, pressurised containers or that type of thing or even tyres, that type which, which give off in very bad noxious fumes so there is definitely a safety do uh, accompany your children and definitely keep them well back from from fires and that type of thing flammable sources and likewise keep an eye on the pets because for a lot of pets this can be a very stressful couple of days Gillian Bird Head of Education and Media at the DSPCA is with us what if anything can you do to ameliorate the impact of all of the noise on your pets Gillian? Well, if you could even start now, but normally we'd recommend you start a few weeks before. You can desensitize your pets if they're very nervous of fireworks. What you can actually do is you can find a, a little video on your phone of fireworks going off and you can play it at a low volume next to your pets, especially when they're eating or they're getting cuddles on the couch and gradually increase the volume. So that's a really good thing to do to desensitize them because so many people go to the vets and they ask for sedatives and things for their pets. And, you know, we know the fireworks this year have been going on since you know, September. So it's been absolutely ridiculous this year. And if you had your pet sedated for that length of time, uh, you wouldn't have much of a pet left. So absolutely. So you can desensitize, but keeping them safe, locked in the house, keep them in the house in a room that's shut so they can't just run out the front door is really important. Um, And also plenty of food. Full bellies will help them sleep. We tend to think about domestic animals, of course, in terms of the impact of uh, Halloween. What of wild animals? Because I assume a lot of habitats that are normally undisturbed become the locations that people go to for things like bonfires and Halloween. Yeah, in some ways we're we're lucky for some of the wildlife because firework material, if it's seen lying around the place, will be collected by the council. So and a lot of people will actually move if they are having bonfires, their material from one place to another, which is good for some of the wildlife because a lot of wildlife this time of the year are trying to find nice places to spend the winter. So what you don't want is you don't want a hibernating hedgehog crawling into your bonfire and then somebody setting fire to it. So that sort of situation isn't isn't too bad at the moment. But it's the road traffic accidents, it's the animals being terrified of the fireworks going off and then they run scared. Um, and because we're expanding out further and further, uh, we're expanding into all these animals' lives and, and it, it can really affect them. All the bar- bangers going off, especially the you know, birds roosting in the trees at night, foxes, uh, animals out and after dark trying to find food to, to fatten themselves up for the winter. Lastly, wh- where do you stand ethically on dressing your animals up for Halloween? Uh, unless your pet really enjoys it, don't do it. The problem is, and it's similar to the, the human costumes, they're made of highly flammable materials, so that can be an issue. Um, every pet is a different size, a different shape. So, you know, it's a situation of, 
you could put a costume on your pet, but it might be rubbing under their front legs, under their back legs. It could end up getting sore that way. A lot of animals don't like to be dressed up. So unless your pet really, really, really enjoys it, just don't do it. Don't waste your money. Buy some nice treats or, or give them love instead. Uh, but the critical thing is if you have a dog or a cat that is frightened by fireworks, you can spend the next couple of days desensitising by playing YouTube videos in a nice warm environment while giving them treats so that on the big night itself, they're not terrified. Absolutely, because animals will react a lot to how we feel about things. So if we're particularly nervous and anxious about fireworks or we're anxious because we know our pets are, they will pick up on that. So we just need to be calmer and most important of all is to make sure you keep your pets in, especially over the weekend and Halloween night. Keep them in. Don't be bringing the dogs out for a walk on Halloween night, nowhere near the bonfires. And even the day after, make sure you keep your pets safe because many people bring their dogs out. They go and have a look at the big burnt bonfire on the green and the animals can easily get caught on bits of metal, glass and the bonfire area is still very, very hot and burns feet. Gillian, thank you very much. That's Gillian Bird, who is Head of Education and Media at the DSPCA at Texas A. Fireworks have been around for as long as I remember. I have great memories of my father bringing home screamers and bangers obtained in Moore Street during the 80s, says Pat. It always amazed me growing up in the early 90s, says another, that fireworks were freely available in Northern Ireland with all that was going on up there. And they were illegal in the Republic of Ireland but still easy to buy on the streets of Dublin. I feel at this point I should go back to Sergeant John Fitzpatrick to restate again, illegal, don't buy them, John. Yeah, absolutely. Is it an offence to have an unlicensed firework in your possession and to light it and to throw it? Yeah, and as I said, serious fans. And it, it is about safety, Anton, as well. Final thing before I let you go, what, if anything, do you do in relation to your first responder colleagues in the fire brigade? Because they tend to be the victims of a fair degree of hassle when they go to extinguish the things that people have been concerned instructing for weeks. Do you tend to give guard the support to the fire brigades at this time of the year? Yeah, absolutely. At this time of year, uh, the frontline services, emergency services, they're all supporting each other. Yeah, it is an unfortunate situation that Halloween that we have to do that. But yeah, we are absolutely do that. Yeah, you know. John, thank you. That's John Fitzpatrick, who is Crime Prevention Officer. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.